Welcome to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. Well, it is February, the second month of the year, which I'm sure you already know. But this year is going quickly already, and so I hope it's a lovely reminder to keep taking action, but also to remain grateful for all the things that have taken place, whether pleasant or not so pleasant, especially as we enter into the so-called month of love. And I generally think that every month is a month of love because love is much more than the focus that this month has on the romantic sense. And that is really not to put that down because I think romantic love is great. I also think that in this day and age, it requires a sense of maturity and a sense of intentionality and a sense of a growing sort of an assuredness of self, uh, which is generally not necessarily discussed or encouraged, but I think it's necessary for us to be able to really focus on the type of love that you want. But before you really focus on that, and as much as I think it's a very commercialized way of looking at things, I wanted us to focus this week on the foundation of what I think is actually most of the episodes and topics that we cover, but especially for the the theme for this month, uh, particularly in the West. And this week's topic is on what is self-love. Now, this is a topic that has been covered by numerous books, podcasts, YouTube videos, probably TikToks, uh, reels. You have it because... This is something that I think that takes a huge amount of intentionality to create, but also to maintain and grow. And that's the good thing about it. And so to begin with, I wanted to look at the definitions for self-love. So the Oxford English Dictionary defines self-love as a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. That's a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And a further definition that I found online by the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. That's right, we're getting scientific people. We want this to be backed up by behavioral science. So self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And so I really wanted to use those definitions as a basis, actually, a focus Um, because usually we think all of this is, you know, woo-woo, or this is um, very intangible. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast as well, because there are so many life skills, so many relational skills, so many soft skills that we don't learn growing up, unless obviously your parents are psychologists or you're around that kind of research and thinking and most people are not and so I think that we later find out hey this this is this would be great to develop and this is really necessary to develop in life and to grow in life not only in terms of your own personal growth but to achieve your purpose and to surround yourself with people who are healthy for you but self-love is really important because 
before we even start looking at how to love other people, whether it be a romantic relationships, family, friends, uh, even with acquaintances or associates, um, it's important to be able to set that foundation within yourself because how you see yourself and how you perceive yourself and how you appreciate and value yourself will actually impact how you show up in relation to others, how you allow other people to show up in relation to you. And one of the good things to do is to take full responsibility um, of which I'm an advocate for. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because this is my first point. You can create self-love. You can really create self-love and grow self-love if you feel that you maybe have reached a point, for example, where you're a bit stuck, a bit stagnant. Maybe you have a good self-concept of yourself and do go back and listen to that. Uh, episode which we did at the start of this year all about self-concept which is really key this is even about that's all about identity that's really about identity where self-love is more about the appreciation and the prioritization of that self-concept so those are two different things and so in creating self-love you have to ask yourself what are the things that are important to me what are the things that help me feel good what are the things that ensure and I'm not saying that just feel good in a sensory sense because we all know just because something feels good just because a donut tastes nice or spending hours scrolling through social media you know maybe calming in some sense doesn't mean it's good for you so I'm not talking about the superficial feeling I'm talking about things that bring you a sense of calm a sense of peace a sense of joy and things that aren't going to be a negative sort of bill on your future so a negative effect on your future self something that you won't later go oh maybe I need to you know work off this piece of cake no what we want to do is focus on the things um, as that definition states that actually contribute to your physical psychological and spiritual growth and that's the key word there growth you can grow and you can create yourself love it's not some static thing and whilst there is a lot of psychological evidence about the impact of our childhood particularly from age zero to seven on our relational life as well as you know even how you achieve things um, professionally how you deal with people maybe you run your own business maybe you're studying all of these things have a huge impact and are impacted hugely by our subconscious mind and so when you train your brain to appreciate and to put the focus on and to prioritize your well-being and happiness, you are creating habits and neural pathways that will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if you focus on, this is what I want, this is what's important to me, these are the things that help me move forward in life, these are the things that help me appreciate myself, these are things that I like. Sometimes people do things and say things and are able to just do things because it's what they're around it's not because they have a self-concept it's not even because they have self-love it's because that's just where they found themselves in life and here on this podcast we don't do that we're intentional we're focused we look to what we want to do and we do it from a sense of purpose and mission to help others and so so for example find out what is the things that really lights your mind, your creativity on fire that really gets you in a flow state. Because when you have that ability to say, this is my self-concept, so therefore this is 
because I have a sense of self-love, I'm going to then take the steps that support this concept and that support the growth of this concept, which is then a fulfilling prophecy in the sense that it grows. You grow in that appreciation of who you are. You grow in the sitting of your identity. You grow in the ability to just focus on who you are. And so self-love is not something static. It's not something that some other people, special people have or you know, that sense of self-assuredness or core confidence. I'm not talking about people who are arrogant or people who mask insecurity by being sarcastic or passive aggressive. That's not confidence. We all know that. What I'm talking about is people who have just general homeostasis, consistent core confidence. That's not something that they just magically happen. Some people may be born with it. Some people may have had early experiences that really supported that but overall most people learn how to do that so I would encourage you to grow that by showing up as the person that you want to be but more importantly ensuring that your well-being and your happiness is a priority and that leads on to my second point which is putting yourself first is not selfish and one of the things that the brain and behavior research foundation said that it is taking care of your needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. People pleasing is rife in society. The irony is, and I myself was shocked to realize this because a lot of women um, are very much socialized um, across even cultures. This is a habit and this is something that spans, you know, even cultural lines, which are very strong. We're all socialized to people please, and I would say also men to some extent, but it's more overt and more obvious with women because it's our sense of judgment and self-worth and our the social standing is always judged by how other people perceive us, the attention that they give us, what they're willing to do for us and what we're willing to sacrifice for other people, how we're willing to be so easygoing, so, you know, yes to everything, never rocking the boat, never doing anything or saying anything, it's just it's a, it's a lot but i have to say that well-behaved women <laughs> never made history now that doesn't mean that you go about behaving badly at all but what i'm talking about is tipping tiptoeing through life will really not get you anywhere and it will get you resentful it will get you frustrated and it won't get you a sense of self-love because other people will see that other people will see that your lack of self-love sometimes especially if they're unscrupulous will be the individuals who take advantage of that and they'll think well okay I can always ask them they can they will always say yes or they will always be okay with doing this that and the other so it's important to understand that putting your needs first so putting your physiological needs and the the things that you actually need to stay alive taking care of your health taking care of your mindset putting those things first carving out time for you in the morning that that's what it can look like even if it's 10 minutes even if it's 30 minutes now obviously I really think it's longer because 30 minutes is something like one or two percent of your day so really you do have a lot of time and whilst I understand everyone has different circumstances and you may want to look for different things um in people or should I say your circumstances may mean that you perceive that you have less time for certain things one of the things that you can do is keep your promises to yourself and that means not putting anybody else's needs first and understanding that that actually helps you be your best and one of the best analogies 
that I can use and that I can think of is when you are on the airplane and they're giving their safety demonstration, they will always say to you first, before you even think or have an inclination to help somebody else in the rush and the panic of whatever emergency they may be, always pull down your face mask and put it on you first. Put it on you first tighten it on your face first before you start helping somebody else why because when you have your own needs met first you won't be in fight or flight or flee or fawn you won't be panicking you'll be able to think straight think clearly and be able to be more effective when you're helping somebody else that's also how self-love works by prioritizing your own happiness and well-being not only are you showing yourself respect which builds a good opinion and a good sense of um, reputation with yourself but it also shows other people oh well this person's willing to put themselves first this person's willing to do um, what they need to do for themselves first and so if I want to be a part of their life or if I want to be a part of what they've got going on then I need to do the same and you don't sometimes you don't you don't even need to communicate that verbally it's just about how you um it's just about how you let people understand your energy it's the energy that you carry within yourself but if you're sitting back or you enter a room or you're always apologizing you're always shrinking always trying not to take up space always trying not to challenge the status quo always trying to just be different things to different people all things to all people you're going to live a life of resentment of bitterness and again a life of regret which is the worst And I am so passionate about avoiding that whilst you can, whilst you have the time that you have and really maximizing that. And the problem with pleasing everyone is that you don't end up pleasing yourself. You don't end up in situations or around people who actually value you or they only value you when you're doing what they want. So you have to ask yourself, especially in this month of love, are those the types of relationships that you want in your life? where people only value you, people only have respect for you, when you're doing what they want, when you are adhering to what they want. And that doesn't mean be unaccountable, that also doesn't mean be selfish, because that's not what I mean about not sacrificing, you know, um, your needs for others. What I mean is understanding that you don't always you are just as important as other people, essentially. That's what I'm trying to say with this point. You are just as important as other people. And once you get that, you can still maintain a sense of autonomy in all your relationships, whether they be romantic, workplace, friendships. You can maintain a sense of autonomy and a sense of self and a sense of what you want and what you can do and what makes you happy. So it's important that you are grounded in who you are but you can only be grounded in who you are you can only really cultivate that self-love when you put yourself first so that leads on to my third point which is self-love is not something anybody can give you and it's not something that anybody can take away so especially as we look to relationships and I'm aware that people listening to this may have different relationship status which seems to be the obsession of everyone nowadays but I'm really big on learning relational skills because I think if you focus on the skills rather than the outcome, the outcome usually takes care of itself. So when it comes to learning relational skills, no one can take away 
your worth and your value. Brene Brown always says that my worth is non-negotiable. And whilst you may feel that, oh, if only I had this person or if only this, you know, if you always feel that your sense of self-love, your sense of who you are lies in other people, then you will be played like a yo-yo. You'll be played like a puppet. And I don't mean that in the sense that you're weak-minded because that's how you'll be perceived because you are outsourcing, you are giving away your personal power. Now, this is, as always, as with everything intangible, it's easier said than done. But I want to encourage you to really be intentional. And this is something that we all have to work on in different areas of our life when we get different opportunities, when we get different ways of doing things, and when we understand you know, just we come to understand and uncover different aspects of ourselves. Because when you learn how to radically accept yourself fully, somebody else, whether it's a family member, whether it's a romantic partner, whether it's a work situation, somebody else approving or disapproving of you or making fun of you or, you know, even someone approving you or love bombing you or being really enthusiastic about you you understand that none of these things will move you because when you have a radical self-acceptance you understand you're never as bad as some people say in fact most of the things that people say aren't true uh in terms of anything negative about other people because it's usually from their own sense of self-perception that's another thing you learn how to detach and not take it personally but even if you have things like high approval, you also understand that that's lovely. It's great. I accept it. I appreciate it. But I also understand that that could change tomorrow. So if I place my my sense of self or my self, self-perception or my sense of calm or, or my sense of value or, or my ability to take up space and be authentic to myself to how much... Um, other people appreciate me or how much somebody else loves me or whether somebody you know did something romantic for you for your anniversary you know going back to the whole valentine's day thing or whether somebody asked you out on a date or even talked to you you know i mean let's start there in this day and age or if you place your value on whether you are well liked in certain circles socially or professionally you have to understand that most things are temporary and I hate to break it to you but you have to have a certain dexterity of mind but that's the dexterity of mind simply because you have an anchor of knowing that your self-love lies with you it is not something it's not like a gift that somebody can give you and take away it's a gift that you give yourself so you either want to give it to yourself or you either value it yourself or you don't and so I would encourage you to ask yourself, what are the ways in which I give my personal power away? What are the ways in which I've outsourced my sense of self-love? What are the ways, so for example, even when you're setting goals or when you're trying to do new things, what, I'm, what is the feeling that I'm trying to get from this? What is the sense of either significance or purpose that I'm trying to get from this? And those things aren't bad, but in order for you to make healthy choices in all areas of your life, your self-love has to be intact and in a place where no one, no matter how close they are to you, can touch it in the sense of taking it away from you. Or even having the sense that they can give you value when no one can do that. Your value is inherent. And so I wanted to really remind you of that, whether you feel that you are loved up, everything's beautiful and everything's lovely. And I think that's great. 
and if anything I hope this encourages you to carry on on that journey so that you can cultivate in even more of that loveliness that you have in your life and even if you're not and and you're wanting to think okay how can I create that foundation or even grow that foundation or continue to continue on this sort of process of personal development so that I can be able to have a solid sense of self-love the idea is that this gives you a mental and emotional anchor for your life because that is where your life originates your thought life creates your physical life so why not cultivate a thought life where you're you prioritize your well-being and happiness you are able to take the actions that support your psychological spiritual and physical uh, growth those are the things that will help you so I hope this really encouraged you today and I hope that gave you a lovely reminder a bit of a pep talk but also a way to get you thinking about how can I cultivate self-love how can I build habits that are actually self-loving as great as I am don't get me wrong I love a good face mask and you know a lovely hot shower I'm not really a bubble bath kind of person and you know a good piece of you know chocolate cake every now and then but that is more I would say self-care self-love is where you go my needs and my happiness are just as important as anybody else's so remember that as you go into this quote-unquote month of love cultivate a sense of love operate from a sense of love operate from a place where you are already chosen because you choose yourself you are already wanted because you want yourself you are already beautiful or handsome depending on whether you are a woman or a man listening to this you are already that which you seek when you have that you won't need to seek it because you will already be living it So I hope that helped you share with anyone in your world who you think needs a reminder of just how important it is to cultivate that sense of foundation and to remind yourself each and every day, this is what I bring to this world. It's special, it's unique, and it's here for a purpose. Share with those in your world. And as ever, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.